And now, the Street Photography Magazine podcast with your host, Bob Patterson. Welcome back to the Street Photography Magazine podcast. I'm Bob Patterson, publisher of Street Photography Magazine. We have a guest this week who does something very interesting, something I've been interested in for many years and haven't really done. Did a little bit a couple weeks ago, which I'll talk to him about. Anyway, it's Matt Nichols. He's a fellow Ohio native. I think he, hope you're a native of Ohio. He lives in Ohio. Uh, go Bucks. Where I'm from. Huh? Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Go Bobcats. <laughs> I'll take that one too. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one. But yeah, Buckeyes, you know, that's, that's, that's the big dog. That's right. And that's right. They've got a big day coming up here. Oof. So by the yes, time you do. listen to this, we'll, we'll see if they get by Georgia, which is going to be tough. So um, anyway, yeah, Matt's in uh, Dayton, Ohio. He is a an aviation machinist um, by profession, and uh, he's an avid photographer. And he does what we call what they call urbex. Is it urban exploration? Yep, urban exploration. Urban urbex. exploration. <clears throat> yeah, urbex. And and what they do is they photograph uh, buildings that are abandoned. Um, basically, I'm sure there's a lot more to it than that. And uh, Matt had submitted to our um, Street Shooter of the Month um, form just uh, not too long ago. And I saw that and I go, oh, wow, I love this stuff. Uh, I, I got in, I got interested in it. Um, several years ago, I saw a series done by a guy who photographed an abandoned mental hospital in Philadelphia. And it was really cool. And then... This is when I still lived in Cleveland. Uh, a photographer came through and photographed the Rolling Acres Mall. It was a, an yeah. abandoned mall south of Akron, Ohio. It was in really bad shape, and he was able to gain access to it. He did some amazing work in there. You know, you work in some very interesting light in those places, too. So okay. I've been interested in it, I have, and I've thought about trying to get access to uh, to buildings to do it, and just never did. You no, know, I saw Matt's stuff. I said, okay, we've got to talk about this. Oh, and by the way, if you're looking, if you're looking for him online, he goes by by Ohio Red. Yes, sir. Ohio, Ohio Red Urbex. Ohio Red Urbex on Facebook, which we'll have that link obviously in in the show notes. So, so Matt. Anyway, I've been blabbing on and on. Hey, welcome. Thanks for hey, thanks being for having with me. Us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, glad. Yeah, glad to have you on. Unfortunately, he's recovering from knee surgery, so we've we've got him in one place for a while. <laughs> Just for a couple more days, and then we're off exploring for the new year. Yeah, good, good. So tell us, uh, I guess, you know, before we get too deep into it, how'd you get into photography? Uh, actually, our COVID, COVID is how it happened. Uh, I was an avid explorer, and uh, once COVID happened, everybody became an avid uh, hiker, I guess, and uh -huh. I wanted to go where there was less people, so uh exploring i guess the abandoned buildings was where it was for me uh, i started with just a telephone just taking pictures and then i wanted more out of it uh, it was a preservation of the history of places i mean mm -hmm. it, it's there's no no words to put in to be able to stand inside of some of these abandoned buildings and just just feel what it was and, and just imagine what it was so i picked up a camera and, and youtube and here we are a couple years later wow wow i know it it's, it's really neat to go into empty properties like that um, long time ago, this was just a few years out of college. I worked for Motorola communications and there was this huge building next to the Cleveland airport. 
there was a tank plant in World War II. It's now called the IX Center. My mother-in-law actually worked there. She was a Rosie the Riveter. And um, uh, the owner of the building was a client of ours. And I had to go, I had to go into the building and I'm walking around this place. It's huge. It's like 200,000 square feet. And I went, I was downstairs, like in the basement. It's where the lunchroom was and offices. And there are all these um, posters still hanging out for World War II. The Rosie the Riveter posters and, and all these motivational posters, you know, for the people who were supporting the war effort. And it was just fascinating as hell. Oh, yeah. You find some neat stuff in some of these places. Uh, I was in the Cincinnati subway and a lot of people don't even know it exists. Oh, and, I yeah, it was. It's an unfinished subway, and it was. They stopped it during the Great Depression because the price increase. And you can go down and see the different ways that we poured concrete and we laid mm -hmm. the rails. And there's wooden rails down there. There's a main station that's concrete finished and everything. And uh, the old gas lanterns and uh, like old Pepsi bottles from they were building it. The stuff you find down there, it's, it's amazing. Wow! Wow! So, how do you get into these places? This is uh, that's a hot topic. <laughs> okay, <laughs> uh, I, I do some I do some legal explores. Uh, yeah, but a lot of us, it's a respectful trespass. I guess we respectfully mm -hmm. are. I mean, it, it is dangerous. People aren't going to let us in because of insurance reasons sure. and, and hazards. But I'm there to preserve what's left of something, and I'm not just going to a lot of rinky dink places. Yes, I love the small historic spots, but uh, some of these bigger spots they need to be preserved before nature takes over. Because I've never seen a spot where Mother Nature has not won. Everywhere you go, yep. Mother Nature wins. Yeah, you ever see that show? It was on uh, National Geographic. Um, if it was like called "If Man Disappeared," I've seen some similar to that or the yeah. show over time yeah that's pretty neat. yeah and basically they they said after a thousand years no one would even know if people were on this planet yeah just the way you know like birds get into a building you know they and they start building nests and it gets all dirty and messy and other animals get in there and it just yeah they showed over covid just a couple of weeks of covid with people being away from things uh things yeah. cleaned up and animals returned to places they never were so wow so what kind of uh, places have you documented since you started this? I've been pretty much from the West Coast to the East Coast. We just really? read uh, Dolores Water Park uh, over just this year. And uh, I've been as far as I'll be in New Jersey, Atlantic City area um, next week. And I've been as far down as Louisiana to Destin, Florida. Really? So that's a pretty big spread. Yeah, we, uh, we did over 23,000 miles for 2022, just in Explorers alone. Wow. Wow. So what's the most interesting place you've been into? I get asked that a lot. They all have their distinct features. Uh, fortunately, I was just inside my first time capsule, as everyone calls them, and their houses uh -huh. that are just left by the owner, and everything is left inside basically as it was. And it's just, it's neat, and it's sad at the same time to see some of the stuff left, but uh, just being fortunate to be inside there before it's ruined by other people or or demolished in, in this instance, it's neat to see. You know, we had uh, a farm right behind where we live. It was uh, owned by an older gentleman who passed away. And uh, the developer who's developing the neighborhood bias bought it. And they just let it sit. Big barn, big old house. And uh, I there was a 
nice tool shed in there. I I photo I went in there and photographed. Mm-hmm. I photographed the barn. I was afraid to go in the house. Hey, houses are different. I I'm yeah. not a big house person. Yeah, those yeah. those laws are different. A little different. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And there's no trespassing signs everywhere. But I'm not going to get us in trouble by talking about this. <laughs> no, I do not. I do not yeah. recommend going and do any of this stuff. I mean, yeah. if you can find the owner, we we a lot of times mm-hmm. try to find the owner. Uh, a lot of times, and ask it goes a long way. Yeah, you don't ask, you don't get. Yeah. Absolutely. So you don't you you don't follow the uh, the rule of better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Of course, uh, you might be asking forgiveness from a judge, which it, well, that's a long story. I've yeah. just got off of that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I I try to find the owner, but nine times out of ten, you're not. So yeah. it's, it it is ask for forgiveness uh, rather than ask for permission first mm-hmm. type thing. But again. I've never made my own way into stuff. Uh, a lot of us stay by the code, you know, not, not to damage thing, leave only mm-hmm. footprints, take only pictures. So that's, mm-hmm. that's the motto. Just like in the woods. Yep. Yeah. The, um, uh, we have a, uh, I did some a little bit last week, week before last with a friend of mine, who's also a photographer and there's an old, we live right by the Blue Ridge Parkway and, mm-hmm and skyline drive and at the top of the mountain where you can get on either road there's a, an abandoned howard johnson's the restaurant and a little hotel piece and then on top of the mountain just behind it is an abandoned hotel or motel big one okay and we had just had an ice storm the night before so everything's coated on ice it was starting to melt so i could walk on the ground but i walked around behind the howard johnson's Doors wide open. I did step in. Uh, I can see a lot of people are in there, a lot of graffiti and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But the ceiling was coming down. And uh, so I didn't go beyond just in the entryway. I shot a few things in there. Wasn't intrigued enough to go inside anymore, huh? I was very intrigued. <laughs> but and then everything was coated in ice. So the roof yeah, had a lot yeah. of ice on it. So it was heavy. And, uh, I, you know, who knows? I, I could have had something collapse on my head. Absolutely. Absolutely. It is definitely a safety thing. And I get anxious every day we go to our first spot. I mean, I get anxious and get the clammy hands and stuff because you know, you're doing something wrong, but it's, it's a balance of what do you want? Do you want to do what you love to do? Or do you want, want to just see it from the outside? Yeah. Yeah. Now the guy I was telling you about who shot Rolling Acres Mall, he did get permission. Nice. Maybe they wanted to record what it was. Yeah, record it before they it got torn down or fell apart. A lot of people do. A lot of people that own some churches or bigger areas, yeah. they, they like to have it photographed before it's totally gone. Yeah, they should. I know um, here in Charlottesville, they tore down the old basketball arena, and they hired a company that had like a fleet of drones, oh, and wow. the drones flew all around. From the outside i don't know if they probably had them inside too and they mapped the entire thing and my neighbor who worked over by there said they were just like all day they were just buzzing around this building different thing drones are nice to have i have one and it's got me a lot of access to places i couldn't get to so yeah I do too. Nice. what do you have uh mav 2 oh really do you yep yep yeah i have the uh uh Oh, I forget the name of it. It's, it's, it's also a DGI uh, 
don't remember yeah, the name. Mini? It's the little one. The mini. Be, it was before yeah. the Mav Mini. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, it's, it's great. I love it. Oh, yeah. They're nice. Very nice. Camera's not so good on mine, but, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a principle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I should start a drone magazine. Um, so, you ever have any big surprises when you uh, went into a building that you didn't expect? Who uh, you run into your, your your homeless person every now and then? Uh, yeah, we just we respectfully, you know, just just yeah. leave the area where we're at. I mean, sure. fortunate events have led them there, and I wouldn't want somebody trampling around where I'm staying. So, you run into that person. Uh, there's always the dangers of of bad wood, and you know, going mm -hmm. through floors. I've known some explorers that just went through floors. So, wow. uh, nothing nothing too extravagant to this point. Uh, just always being observant of what's around you it kind of prevents you from a lot of dangers i found some pretty interesting with a couple of explorers uh we were up in flint michigan and uh i had a funeral home that i wanted to visit it was the end of the day uh we just happened to go in the back parking lot and notice the door was actually busted open the lock was open so we went in and this funeral home had some bad notorious business they were shut down for remains were given to people remains were left in the building uh so me and one of the explorers were in the garage we were checking out the hearse uh there was remains and bags and stuff still there in the back of the hearse yeah it was it's pretty crazy oh. scene so uh you see a lot of things you smell a lot of things inside these buildings uh, as i left the garage to go downstairs just something just grabbed the inside of my nose hairs and made them they're standing now just telling the story <laughs> and uh as i was going downstairs it just about five steps from the bottom, I looked over and there's a human laying face down. Uh, his phone was about a foot and a half from his uh, hand. And he was underneath with the, the casket lift that brings the caskets from the bottom after they're getting ready. Person did them. They bring them to the top. I didn't know what to do. You see a lot of props. So I didn't know if it was real. I like, I yelled like a little schoolgirl to the dude that was downstairs to see if he was down there with me. And I heard him yell. He was at the other end of the hall. So I yelled again, you got to come here, got to come here. And, you know, he came over and, excuse my language, but he was like, oh, shit, there's a wow. dead body. And, yeah. you know, this, I didn't get to see the face, but it was, from what he told me, it wasn't a pretty scene. Uh, so I ran upstairs, called 911. We went out the building, you know, waiting for cops. Cops came, did their thing. Uh, they said he he was trying to scrap the the casket lift which is made of steel he wanted the metal from it uh -huh. and it squished him it crushed him and it said it looked like the the cop said it looked like he tried to push himself up and then it squished him but uh. Uh, it's just something odd to this whole thing is when the emt came uh, the cop had came up initially and said they stepped in our urine down there when neither of us had went downstairs and we <laughs> definitely didn't urinate downstairs near this body. So we told him that, you know, and they brushed it off and EMT came up, said the same thing. We stepped in your urine. Well, that's not our urine. Well, the reason <laughs> oh, I'm telling you this is because they told us this body had been there for six days and the blood was dried. Well, if the blood was dry, why wasn't the urine dry, which is thinner in that area. So it, they just kept brushing off. Oh, it was an accident. It was an accident, but you know, coming across that was definitely the oddest thing that I've ever seen. Everybody says they want to find a dead body when they're exploring. No, you don't. It, no. it, it messed me up for a while exploring, for sure. Oh, I bet. And so oh, yeah. when you, at first, when you said it was a funeral home, I thought it was a customer, but obviously no. not. A thief. Nope. I'd almost rather have been a customer than, uh, yeah, you know, sure. Just seeing anybody. And, you know, we're looking back at it, 
I feel like we were put there. I know this sounds, people are like, no, this don't mm -hmm. go, but somebody's family member was missing yeah. and to bring closure, to bring somebody home. That's, that's kind of how we have to look at it. it. It sucks. And like I said, it affected me for days and still to this day, I get that eerie feeling and things kind of look like a body everywhere. Man, I'm surprised you went back after that. Uh, we actually went to Detroit the next day and explored. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a good place. Yeah, uh, Detroit. Detroit's one of my favorite. Yeah, yeah, a lot of old buildings there. Yeah. So, what kind of gear do you work with? You must have a lot of wide lenses, or uh, yeah, my main yeah. is a 15 by 35 Canon. I shoot oh, okay. with a Canon RP body. Just mm -hmm. my low light. That's that's all we get is low light. So, learning how to shoot low light's the main thing. You work from a tripod a lot? Nope, I don't carry one. It's all yeah. hand free or hand. Yeah. Yep. Wow, wow. Because I, I mean, you're in a lot of dark places. Yeah. But um, I try to get in and out. Uh, you know, like the longer you're staying somewhere, the more more tension you bring to yourself. And mm -hmm. I would love to carry a tripod, but I just don't have time to sit and set one up and tear it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what would be you know, in, in your world, what would be a, like the big prize? Oh, big prize. Yeah. As but, far as explorers? Other than a dead body. Man, I've, there's a lot of things that I've done that, that I have gotten the big prizes, all these churches with the pews and stuff left. Mm -hmm. Like I said, the time capsule, every place is a prize. Everything has, a, has different features that you just like that all you, I mean, it could be totally empty and the architect inside of it. It's just, is beautiful. Yeah, that's true. Even when the ceiling's falling down. Yeah. I've been in the places I've had power that just don't even intrigue me. And I've been in places that are completely rotten that are just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I saw another one. It might've been the same photographer who, who did the rolling acres mall. It was a, a school, a closed school. It was like a Catholic school. And the most fascinating photo was the gymnasium. It was a hardwood oh, yeah. gymnasium. But the floor was all rippled like it was the top the of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, those are pretty neat. Yeah, and he got it, you know, he photographed it in this beautiful light. It just was so cool and otherworldly. I wish I could remember. Uh, I wish I could remember who it was. If you're listening to this, let me know. Yeah, I wish I was doing this about 10 years ago. There's some uh, some good places that have been torn down since or that have since been ruined by by other people or just over time. But 10 years ago, it seemed like it was prime to be doing this. So when you go into a place, like on average, how long are you in there? <clears throat> uh, depends how big, how many stories. Yeah. Roughly an hour in a lot of places. Um, I don't like seeing copy and paste. I mean, I may... A lot of people like seeing every room. Once mm -hmm. you get about to the third floor of schools, it's all copy and paste. It's mm -hmm. a lot of times the third floor is pretty rotten because of the rain, but uh, I just stayed at gymnasiums, auditoriums and stuff like that. Things, photographic features, different things like that. Yeah. Don't go into small, small spaces too much. I've been in small spaces. I do caves. I've done it all. Mm. God. So so you go into a place and you're not sure how safe the floor is. I mean, what do you do? Do you have like a procedure for testing, uh, testing for safety or paper, rock, scissors? Yeah. Who's going first? No, uh, it, it's usually just a, just a self-judgment thing, you know, yeah. trying to center over beams and stuff. And if it looks unsafe, 
I'm not going to risk it. I'll, I'd rather see something later on in the day than to spend the rest of the day in the hospital. Yeah, or worse. So have you had any situations where you got hurt or you almost got hurt? Uh, some barbed wire cuts going mm -hmm. over loose fence and stuff. Uh, you occasionally pull the screw out of your shoe that, that doesn't hit your foot, thankfully. But uh, I've been pretty, pretty fortunate as far as doing that. Like, I don't know if my knee had happened from doing this or just from being old, but I've been, I've been pretty fortunate. Yeah. So what, what kind of, what kind of gear should somebody wear? I mean, what kind of clothing, like heavy work boots? No, I do yeah. uh, some hiking shoes really? uh, yeah. and dress for the weather. Yeah. Uh, take your water with you. Uh, I suggest taking a mask. Some of these places have black mold and you don't know what else you're breathing in these, in the places. Yeah. Yeah. So you're wearing like one of those N95 masks? Uh, I have a step up. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's an actual respirator oh. that I use. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've seen those. So what are your, what's your favorite photos you've made so far? Oh, I have all kinds of them. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of the churches with the low lighting, the sun coming through the windows and catching the pews. Those are some of my favorites. Interesting. Anybody we should uh, to look at any any of the big time urbexers who uh, or explorers you call them any, anybody's work that really stands out to you? But besides your own, of course. Everybody has their own little little thing that they do. I mean, there's a lot of people out there. If you if you find one of us, you'll find a hundred of us. And really, everybody kind of has their own group that they stick with, and everybody does their own little thing, whether it's you know with the camera or in an edit room everybody has their own style mm -hmm. okay yeah I, I i did go on the urbex website and it was pretty cool they even have they had like a map i think it was their website uh, urbex website was it yeah i could swear it was maybe it, uh, was it may be somebody somebody, somebody was sharing somebody. their pens yeah they were yeah. sharing their stuff but they but they actually had a map um because I, I was looking for abandoned buildings and my part of the country and i found this website and they had you know they had some in ohio and each state oh yeah but you know one they had like um abandoned amusement parks um chippewa lake yep over by akron that was I, a good that's a good spot yeah i don't know this stuff is still there i know a lot of people yeah they're getting ready to turn there. i think that's when they're turning into a walking trail oh really yeah okay yeah, there, I think I do a park in the Youngstown area. There's people selling their maps now, I guess. That's what I heard. That's the latest thing. Oh, really? Yeah. After they've been to the places? And... Uh, I don't know if they're pins they've been to or if they're if it's everything, but I've heard people have subscriptions now. I've been offered money for my map. That's that's my treasure. I got a lot of lot of months in my map. Interesting. What does, so what's that all about? I mean... Just finding places when you... Uh, find a building and trying to locate it i use my google maps and mm -hmm. i lay a pen i find it sometimes it takes me five minutes i've spent eight hours following railroad tracks through the hills of tennessee to find places so just that's your treasure that's where all my time is so if you like see a place and you mark it and then yeah if you're driving yeah we do yeah. that too you know freestyle you know rubex and you just you see something along the road and don't have time to do it now uh, somebody marks it and mm -hmm. you can always come back and see it later Oh, and that's what people are selling. Or they're selling, yeah, the ones they found or whatever. Yeah. Or a map. Yeah. Yep. So you'll see places and you won't even go in and 
just keep going, maybe come back some other time. Yeah, we, a lot of times we're seeing up to 14, 15 places a day. Uh, now with really? this, yeah, sun being uh, not not as long, we're not seeing as many, but we like to see as many as we can make the trip worth it. Yeah, definitely. If you're driving all the way to the east coast or west yeah, we're, coast, we're going to try to see 60 places in five, six days really? uh, next week. So, yeah. Yeah. You keep saying we, who's, who else? Is part I have of that a couple we? of people, uh, yeah. just the group changes, uh, just whoever can go with us and whoever can afford to at the time. It's a lot of times it's not cheap, but we're fortunate to have people that live close and are going to allow us to stay. So it makes it, makes it cheaper on everyone. Yeah. Hotels have just gotten, it's crazy. Just out of sight. Crazy. You know, a hotel used to pay sixty bucks a night for in the middle of nowhere is now one fifty. Yeah. One seventy-five. Yeah. yeah. So if somebody was interested in getting started, what do you recommend? Or don't you want anybody else out there doing no, it? No, no, no. Yeah. I just safety is number one. Safety yeah. and respect to the places. I mean, if you're gonna get into it, get into the right reasons. Uh, mm -hmm. too many places are getting burnt down and the arson. Uh, but if you're gonna start somewhere Google is the best place to start. I mean, you can find anything if you know what to type. So I can just leave you with those bit, bits of words. Just just know what to type, know what to look for, and mm -hmm. you can find anything on Google. It's all how you ask the question, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you use Google Images too? Uh, sometimes I do. Yeah. Uh, I'm just Google. Uh, Google will, you'll fall down a rabbit hole and you'll be looking for a <laughs> church. And next thing you know, you're, you found three skating rinks and a motel just down a rabbit hole looking for something else. And that's, that's how you start. I know where there's an abandoned skating rink. I'm not going to say it on here, but I'll tell you after we're done. Sounds I good. I know the people own it. It's been closed for a long time. Nice. I'll have to get that contact from you. And you may, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just happened to notice it. Uh, I won't even say where I noticed. I'll tell you later. <laughs> that's probably good. People are good, man. You give them a little bit of information, a little bit. It goes a long way. Yeah, that's true. That's mm -hmm. true. Anytime I think of something, I'll, I'll definitely send it to you. Uh, deal. No, I know you. What should I have asked you that I haven't? Best advice I probably could get somebody is to be yourself. Don't get wrapped up in the, in the clicks of this. Just go do your own thing. Beat your own path. Do what you want to do. Uh, it's too many, too easy to copy somebody, be your own style and be who you are. That's, that's what's got me where I am. I've, my own style i do my own thing i don't abide by the gatekeepers and i'm here to preserve history i'm here to take pictures if that's that's what i love to do sounds like uh mark twain be yourself <laughs> everybody else is taken that's right and forgive me if i already asked this how, how did you get started oh that's right you got COVID, started yeah, because of yeah. covid i was a hiker you were a hiker yeah like um like a through hiker yeah i've done backpacking done the catskills uh, oh did you i have 4500 feet i've done the delaware water gap i've done yeah, a lot of the appalachian trail. trail yep a lot of through a lot of different states and stuff I, yeah. nature is my first love and will always be my first love yeah 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 the uh, appalachian trail goes right by me it's beautiful it is i've been on pieces of it in the delaware water gap and in tennessee amazing oh yeah yeah, the woman uh, we featured in our, um, so we feature a photographer every month in in the magazine. Our our December feature photographer is uh, is Julia Deal, and she's gonna she's gonna hike the entire Appalachian Trail starting oh, in wow. the spring. Wow! Yeah, so hopefully 
we can connect when she goes by her. I'm only 15 minutes away. Nice. nice. At 4,500 feet, it, it's totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. There. We're only under 3000 yeah. up here, 4,500. Did you make it to, I, I was also on the, the end of it at, um, uh, Baxter State Park. Okay. I haven't it's been there Mount yet. Katahdin. I don't know how high that is. It was it was a heck of a climb in nice. my 20s. And we did Slide Mountain. I believe that's what it's called in the Catskills. And yeah. that was my first ever actual hike. My buddies took me and I was not ready. We, we went up and had to come down the other side just to camp because you can't camp above 4,000. Yeah. So that, that was a good time. Like I said, nature will always be my first love. Yeah. My son just did. He was, he hiked, um, Part of a trail in Colorado, and when when he got up to, I don't know, it's like ten thousand feet or eight. It was pretty high. Yeah, he came down with COVID. Oh, <laughs> trying to hike. Wow, it was a miserable trip. I felt sorry for him. He traveled all the way out there. That'd be rough. That'd be rough. And we did some hiking when we saw some of the Silver Towns out in Nevada. And that was pretty cool, all the equipment being left and just see how they did stuff back in the days. Some of the first yeah. towns that were settled out there, and that was that was neat. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So anyway, we're getting off the photography thing. <laughs> <laughs> we do that, but you know. It's a traveling. It takes you everywhere. It, it does. I'd love to travel. That's, that's my, uh, that's what my wife and I both like to do when we've got time, you know, here and other places i take my oldest child with me on on some of my explorers the safer ones where i know there's less of a risk and like i said she's went to the cincinnati subway with me and we had to squeeze through about a 40 inch hole and go down 12 feet uh on a rope ladder oh yeah you're kidding that that was my second time there also and that was pretty interesting wow how how old's your daughter Uh, she was 14 at the time she's 16 now oh young Yep. She loved every minute of it too. Just a smile on her face all the way through. And (laughs) like we're being pulled through this hole, like for grown men with their arms out being pulled through and she slides through and she just loves it. And we're like, Oh man, this is tight. I've got the cool dad. (laughs) We do good stuff. Not uh, she enjoys it. I want to, I want to be remembered when I'm going and taking her to stuff. Like I said, you have to, you have to judge the risk. I don't want to put her in danger and I've been to some, some bad towns, but it's just identifying the risk first and seeing if it's, it's worth it to take her. Yeah. Yeah. That's neat. I, uh, I have a feeling my son's done a number of those things. (laughs) He's just not telling me. (laughs) He's adventurous, huh? He's he and his sister. Oh yeah. Well, my daughter used to live in China. Oh, wow. And my son at the time was in college at OU, a uh, photojournalism major, and he spent the summer on his internship in China with her. And after she, they, she traveled all over the place. So they went somewhere and they started walking up this mountain and it was, it was populated by monkeys, big monkeys. And, and uh, he I, he made a picture of my daughter with this monkey who was not a whole lot smaller than her, getting up in her face, baring its teeth. Oh wow! <laughs> and she's she's drawn back, and they went up there. You have to be careful what you carry because if it's shiny, they'll just they just take it from you. Take it. You know who's going to fight with a a whole big squad wild of monkey? Them. 
right yeah and, and a lot of them you know they're smart and they're strong and fast yeah and uh yeah he's got i've got a number of his photos in my that's a bit that was an interesting time there i'll make oh, it yeah i'll make it somewhere across seas i'm hoping to leave the state sometime i'll have my passport I'm gonna try to go to canada in 2023 yeah beautiful you gonna do exploring there oh yeah oh yeah there's a lot of stuff that that interests me there yeah just don't go to like russia <laughs> and try no. to explore. we uh, we had chernobyl on the list but uh obviously uh, with things happening that that slid down rather quickly well i've i talked to somebody who was there you could used to be able to go there yes they were doing tours and everything mm -hmm. and i heard they've they've started to pick up i've seen some recent pictures of people there so that's really uh, being, fascinating being from the states i have no intent on wanting to visit there no me neither you don't want to wind up like Brittany griner no nope i like it here i'll stay on these this ground yeah any day any day so all right so matt why don't you uh why don't you tell us where people can see your work uh, you can visit me on Facebook. That's where a lot of my stuff's kept. Uh, I'm too old to keep up with all these other social media sites, but just too many. Yeah, Ohio Red Urbex on Facebook. That's that's where I keep a majority of my stuff. Uh, other platforms, your IG, uh, your TikTok. You can look up Ohio Red Urbex, and I'm sure you'll find me. Okay, okay. Well, we'll put it in the uh, notes as well, I and in the article with um, uh, that this recording will be in. We'll have a number of Matt's photos as well thank you well thank you i i really appreciate it and uh, uh again I'll, I'll share some places i know too thank you after we're done i appreciate that very much all right thanks well you have a happy new year hey you have a, have a happy new year have a safe one also 